Welcome to the Sleep Fairy Way podcast. I'm your host, Jessalyn Romney, a baby sleep consultant and a mother of four. I'm here to teach you everything I know about baby sleep, motherhood, postpartum, and more. I'm so happy you're here. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the podcast today. We are going to talk about how eating and sleeping are two totally different skills. I feel like we have grown up with this idea that you have to feed your baby immediately before falling asleep in order to make them sleep longer. And that is just not true. And I'm going to talk about why. But real quick, I wanted to read this review from a mom I got yesterday. She said, hi, I bought your program after being home from the hospital for one night because I was sitting there thinking, what have I gotten myself into? Well, my baby is eight weeks and has slept through the night for the last few nights. And I wanted to say thank you. I put her to bed at 9.30 and she woke up at 8.15. I also want to mention that we never had to let her cry and we contact nap during the day. It's the best of both worlds. Paige, thank you so much for sharing that. I just want to mention that she started as soon as she got home from the hospital. With my method, you can literally start implementing things the day you get home from the hospital. If you buy my newborn mini course, That includes the first four weeks guide, and that will tell you everything you can do in those early weeks before you start the sleep training process to lay a healthy foundation for sleep so that when your baby hits that four-week mark, you can start implementing everything about my method so that you can start getting longer stretches by six to eight weeks and hopefully start sleeping fully through the night around 10 to 12 weeks. That is always the goal. And it can totally be achieved without crying, just like this mom's shared. So if you are pregnant or if you have a newborn, highly recommend the newborn mini course. It'll give you everything you need to get started. I will link that in the show notes just so you can access that easily. Okay, let's get started. So just think about this for a second. Have you grown up with the idea that the more full your baby is, the better they're going to sleep? Think about that for a second. Is that like your mentality? Do you think like, oh my gosh, I have to feed my baby right before bed to make sure that they stay asleep longer. And I have to make sure they drink the entire bottle because if there is even an ounce left, there's no way they're going to sleep. They're going to wake up so much earlier. It's just going to be a nightmare. Does that sound familiar? (laughs) Because I have talked to so many parents who thought the same thing. And I'm here to tell you that that is just not true. Um, As long as your baby is healthy and growing and gaining weight, they are capable of doing long stretches at night. Okay, so I'm gonna break this down. I'm gonna talk about a few different reasons why this is the case. And then if you are struggling, if your baby is sleeping while, like if they are falling asleep while they're eating, I'm gonna talk about how you can separate the two. But let me start off by saying, slash reminding you that babies are humans too. Okay, so think about yourself for a minute. If you eat a hamburger before bed or a salad before bed, are you going to sleep differently that night? Are you going to sleep so much better because you ate a hamburger instead of a salad? No, absolutely not. (laughs) Why? Because your body is designed. Your body was literally made to hold itself over at night and to consume calories during the day. Babies are the same way. Yes, of course, you are feeding your baby around the clock in those early weeks because you want to make sure they're gaining weight, they're not getting dehydrated, and those early weeks are very, very important, so don't misunderstand me. Make sure you're feeding your baby around the clock in those early weeks, but once your baby starts growing, once they start gaining weight, you can slowly start eliminating those night feedings until you get to a point where they're completely gone, and it's not going to matter whether you feed your baby 10 minutes before bedtime or 45 minutes before bedtime. It's not going to matter if your baby drinks 
a six ounce bottle before bed or an eight ounce bottle before bed because eating and sleeping are two different things. They are two completely different skills and they do not have to go hand in hand. Okay. So I hope that gives you a little bit of a sigh of relief (laughs) because I remember with my first baby, I remember like specifically staring at her bottle, making sure she got every single ounce. And if there was a night where she drank four and a half instead of five, I was like trying to force feed her. I'm like, just drink this last half an ounce. It's going to make such a difference. And I was like literally losing sleep over it. And I remember going to my pediatrician and saying, what do I do when she won't finish her bottle? And he just looked at me and was like, do you ever not finish a meal because you're too full? I'm like, uh, yeah. He's like, okay, well, babies are the same way. (laughs) There will be times when your baby is just not that hungry and that's okay. And there will be times when your baby is starving. They chug the bottle dry or you're breastfeeding and you feel like they're just going way longer than they normally do. And that's totally normal. It is normal for your baby to go through different phases, phases of wanting to eat more, phases of wanting to eat less, phases of being super hungry, phases of being not so hungry. And this is very, very normal, especially if they're in a growth spurt, they're going to want to eat more. And if they just came out of a growth spurt and they ate a ton, they just might not be that hungry and that's okay. So if your baby is growing and gaining weight, they're getting enough. Do not stress about the amount they are eating. Of course, if your baby is struggling to gain weight and you are talking to your pediatrician about it, they might have you monitor it. That is a completely different situation. I am talking about if your baby is healthy and growing and they're on track, they're gaining weight, everything's going well, do not stress if they eat less one day. Sometimes it's a couple days. Sometimes it's just one feeding. It's just not a big deal. So this is for you, you type A people out there like me. (laughs) If you are keeping track of your baby's ounces and it is making you lose sleep, if it is causing anxiety, if it is causing stress, keeping track of the amount your baby is eating, stop keeping track. Look at your baby's face. If they are happy and healthy and growing, just forget about it. Feed them like you have been. Let them stop when they're ready to stop and move on. Okay. It will not change how they sleep. I promise you. Because again, sleep is a completely different skill. So if you teach your baby how to sleep, if your baby knows how to sleep, it's not going to matter what they ate that day. It's not going to matter if they typically drink 28 ounces in a day and they only got 26 that day. It really, truly just is not going to make a difference because eating and sleeping are different skills. I cannot stress that enough. So teach your baby how to sleep, teach them the skill of sleeping and then treat feeding totally separate, just like you do for yourself. You do not base your meals during the day on whether or not you're going to sleep that night. Like it kind of sounds crazy if you think about it that way, right? Like, oh my gosh, I need to make sure that I'm getting at least 600 calories in right now so that I can sleep good tonight. Like that is just not a thing (laughs) that we as adults would ever think about. Same goes for babies. Okay. Feed them normally and teach them how to sleep. Okay, so let's let's kind of shift gears here. Let's talk about how to separate them. First of all, I separate them from the beginning. If you have read my ebook, if you are familiar with my method, you know that I separate this from day one. However, if you are like six months deep and your baby will only sleep while they are feeding, whether you are breastfeeding, bottle feeding, if they will only sleep while they are eating, then it is important to separate eating and sleeping so that they can learn 
to fall asleep without relying on eating. Because again, they don't need to eat to fall asleep. It's more out of comfort, not out of nutritional needs at this point. So how do you do that? You feed them before the bedtime routine, okay? If you are feeding your baby and they're falling asleep and you're gently setting them in their bed, they are relying on this to get them into a sleep cycle. So in order to separate it, all you have to do is switch the order of the bedtime routine. If you do bath, jammies, bottle, do bottle, then bath and jammies. They are full, they had a good dinner, and now you can go through the bedtime routine and put them in bed wide awake without the bottle, without breastfeeding them. You don't have to worry about, oh, they're not falling asleep because they're hungry. Nope, they're not hungry. You just fed them. It was just 10 minutes ago instead of 10 seconds ago. So if your baby is struggling to fall asleep without this, move the feeding. Move it a little bit earlier. Rearrange it so it's no longer associated with bedtime. Now, I dive into this so deeply in every single one of my mini courses and into my main sleep course. So I'm not going to go into it in huge, huge detail how you can structure the day in order to do it. But if you want to learn more about that, again, click the link in the show notes. I will, I will link that there because otherwise that would take me like an hour to go through the details of how to structure their day in order to flip around feedings and eatings and naps and all that stuff. But if you need a place to start, start with bedtime. Like I said, put it at the beginning of the bedtime routine, Start putting your baby in bed awake, separate from the feeding, and slowly but surely, they will learn how to fall asleep without feeding. And if they can fall asleep without feeding, they can learn to connect sleep cycles throughout the night without feeding. It's kind of a domino effect. Once they learn how to sleep initially without feeding, then they'll be able to carry that throughout the night. Okay, I hope this was helpful for today. I hope that you now understand that eating and sleeping are two totally different skills. You do not have to feed your baby immediately before they fall asleep in order to make them sleep longer. Instead, you need to separate eating and sleeping and actually teach them the skill of falling asleep. Okay, that is all for today. Thank you so much for being here. If you could do me a huge favor, rate this podcast. It takes two seconds. You don't even have to write a review. Just click on the stars. It'll leave a rating. It helps me so much. And if you want to share on social media, please tag me at the underscore sleep fairy. Thank you again for being here and I will see you next week. If you want to learn more about the resources I have to offer, head to thesleepfairyway.com or follow me on Instagram at the underscore sleepfairy. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next time.